0: Tending to your roots is all about nourishing your inner seed to full bloom and beyond so that you may bear fruit and keep on bearing, sowing seeds of transformation in the hearts of others. Here you will find inspiration to stay in the beautiful, yet sometimes messy work of growth and evolution, and I'll be right here with you along the way. Hey (laughs) y'all, I guess that's my intro, hey y'all. Welcome back to the 10th Year Roots Podcast. Listen, I'm not about to be before you long. I have an amazing, amazing episode for you today. I got to sit down with my friend, Shaquela J. Taylor Sykes, and we're discussing what it looks like to tend to your roots in real life. Shaquela is a nurturer by nature. She nurtures her friendships, her family, her creativity, and most importantly, her garden in real life. This conversation was so illuminating for me. Like, I know that 10 to your roots is God breathed, but this conversation with Shaquille really, I guess, opened my eyes and expanded just all of what 10 to your roots means, even for me. It was so amazing to see like, how God speaks to her through caring for her garden and what that looks like for her emotional life in the same ways that I was introduced to it through caring for my plants and seeing how that translated to my emotional and spiritual and mental health and overall wellness. So it's so amazing, for lack of a better word, to see how we're getting the same messaging through own individual experiences. So you're going to hear a lot about independence, interdependence, what it looks like to cultivate and protect your seed, like cultivate and protect what's placed inside of you, what's uniquely yours, how our parts affect the whole, and how to get into the soil and really see what's growing in your garden this is an amazing conversation strap in i was going to make it two parts but i felt like we just you need every every minute of this is jam-packed with gems so get your journals ready prepare to listen to this more than once because i already have listened to it like three times and she already promised part two so y'all get ready for that thanks so much for tuning in to tend to your roots all right good morning shakayla morning how are you beautiful i'm doing well i'm happy to have you here likewise likewise so y'all my friends is here my first friend on the podcast we here and i bet (laughs) you would not even be able to tell that we have never met in real life we are from the chat room era of the internet. And so we be making friends online and then they become our real friends. And then we forget that it's been five or six years and we still haven't met each other.
1: Insane. Insane. I remember we are having our first conversation when we, my family and I were in, I believe it was when we were to Myrtle beach and I was just telling you like, there is nothing to do here, but I'm trying to pull up to this dollar store and find me a sketchbook and some crayons and some pencils. And that's what I that's I, I remember that conversation vividly because and to this day I really don't have many friendships where I can really the way I'm thinking in real time is I can share that in real time with just a special group of friends that I can count on my hand. Because um, I don't know, I just I, I think it's because I, I'm portrayed as the strong friend. So <laughs> in this then I'm really trying to undo that for my sake and no one else's. So I really felt like I could just be myself. I feel to this day that I can be myself with you five, six years down the line, which is beautiful.
0: Y'all, Miss Shakayla Janae Taylor-Sykes is Hello. here with us. Yay! Hello. It's a kind of because I like doing that. Um, okay. And we're talking about tending in real life. shakayla is a gardener, like, by nature, a nurturer by nature, really, and she nurtures herself, her family, her children, her art, and she nurtures a literal garden, like, not for fun, not for the internet, like, she is about that gardening life, so whenever I think about Tending to Your Roots and thinking about people to have on the podcast, I naturally think of you because you do this work on a uh physical level like literally and i'm always intrigued at how like the lessons that you may pick up that translate to your inner life because that's how god gave me tend to your roots i was taking care of plants and as i was learning like the things that plants need i was like dang that really sounds like a person like that sounds like what i need right now and so we connect on so many things but those are definitely two levels that i feel like we always come back to so i'm happy to have you here yeah, and yeah. Yes, thank you. And y'all, she gave me a quick yes. A quick, <laughs> quick yes. Absolutely. That's Send me the outline. I'm ready. When are we doing this? Next week. That's do yes. it. Let's
1: schedule
0: it. So I'm grateful. <laughs> very, very grateful. Um, So let's start with, I don't want to do the like, who are you and what do you do question. So I want to soften it up and make it a little more all-encompassing for like all that we are and say like where do you I'm, find yourself right now
1: that's a great that's a great question and i feel like i've been pondering on this for a while right so um we the, the internet is ever present right so now we're in this this um state where we have labels for everything whether whether it's college uh cottagecore or aesthetic see how we have a label for everything even our existence and i would say In this season, and I've really been saying that a lot, in this season, because I'm allowing myself to change and change my mind, but in this season of my life, I'm really being forced to go with the flow. So I would say what what felt like force or forceful is now I'm like, I'm with the tides. I'm literally in the ocean with my ancestors. I'm flowing exactly where I need to be, but also giving myself space to not only change my mind, but when things just change and change is something that makes me very uncomfortable to this day. But change is something that's going to happen regardless, no yeah. matter what, you, no matter how much you pre-plan. So yeah. feeling and just going with the flow is very important in this season of my life. And I'm a, I'm a very appreciative. It's been challenging, but I'm very appreciative of where I am
0: like right in the middle of that. So I wouldn't say I'm
1: in not that sweet spot. Not the happy medium just yet, but I'm on the borderline, like, hey,
0: yeah. okay, I'm here. you leaning into it a little more.
1: Absolutely. Leaning, it, leaning into it a bit more, like, now I'm comfortable with sitting with those uncomfortable feelings, having tea. Like, okay, what?
0: <laughs> why? What are you doing here? <laughs>
1: what are you doing? Here? So that's exactly where I am. So it's exciting. It's different. And very much so challenging. Challenging.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're gracefully moving through all of that though I don't there's never a moment where you have told me something that you've been going through that I felt like dang she being dragged through the mud no she's always like yeah so this happened and it's stressful mm-hmm. but I'm about to go outside in my garden and it's all good and I'm just like oh okay <laughs>
1: literally oh. like you what you're sharing is how home ownership has been for me with the a nice, big mud cloth print bow. That's how I feel, right? <laughs> because, um, uh, this has been something that I've wanted, home ownership, for a very long time. That God has also been guiding me to um, towards legacy. And I love how you talk about that a lot. It feels effortlessly to me when I read your content and I see your TikTok and Instagram videos and I read your newsletter just to see how you are free-flowing. It's so absolutely inspiring and in this season i just wanted to thats this. this is for my forever life to come right like want to leave a legacy behind for my children so forcing myself to not only have my journals but like with my herbal remedies and my gardening tips because i want my children something that i wasn't able to have when my parents uh passed on I didn't have anything physical that they mm-hmm. left, any notes, anything that may, you know, help them in a hardship, whether that's having pink eye or being heartbroken, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just leaving that piece of me is so important. And buying purchasing a home with land So and changing it over time, right? So the years that I'm there and having that idea of what it looked like before and what it would look like when I'm in my older years, my twilight years, and mm-hmm. then when it's passed on to my children that I knew in my heart that it would not be an easy feat to even do that. There are a lot of people, particularly people of color, uh, who may be in the state of being unable to do so or trying to figure out a path to do so, right? Mm -hmm. Because it it definitely is obtainable and and, and feasible. So, you know, purchasing a home has also come with its own pain points, the repairs, uh, recently going through some water damage the day after Christmas. So it's been very hard, but as you said, it's been so imperative for me to find the joy in things that are that are hard, right? So, mm-hmm. like I said, sometimes it would be a forethought, but now it's just happening. Like, yeah, girl, my whole basement, my bedroom, the place where I had all my art stores. Thank God none of that was damaged. The mm-hmm. little thing that took damage was the flooring and the baseboards. You know what I mean? So, just seeking joy that, you know what, I still have a home. The foundation is in place. My family is still safe. We have the financial means to help repair it. We have the resources. So that's what I believe in this journey that God is continuing to put on my mind and heart that you are not without child. Like, mm-hmm. I God said this to me. You are not without. Everything that you prayed for, everything that you've journaled about for the past, like, seven years plus, you are exactly right there. Because... I'm not someone who fixates on my professional side, but my professional and my personal are completely—they're—I don't want to say silo. That'd be a little bit extreme, Mm -hmm. but they are different spheres of who I am, Mm -hmm. right? And sometimes there is a sphere where I have to be like, you know, we were kids, we had those little Venn diagram. There you go, the Mm -hmm. Venn diagram. That's how my life is. There are certain parts where, you know, there are some things that have to be mutually exclusive. And then there are some things that fit just perfectly in that sweet spot. And I'm very understanding of that. But I'm just, I have so much. I have so much. (laughs) Very much. Oh, I have a, a great support system. And that's what's
0: important beautifully said girl the venn diagram as soon as you started talking about the siloed and we're on facetime right now so drawing the circles i was like oh the venn diagram i don't know why i never thought about identifying ourselves in that way Mm -hmm. like yeah there are some things that exist over here and exist over here but like it's all a part of us and there's a lot of things that can fit perfectly in that middle space that's
1: oh i like that the chain link right like each chain link yeah what's needed, right? So our past and our present must come together, Mm -hmm. right? So, and that's, I've also been challenging myself like, "Uh uh-uh, I can't, baby, my past is in my past. (laughs) I'm I'm looking, I'm looking toward the future. Absolutely. But there are, there are times in my life where it's imperative that I do look back just a little bit Mm -hmm. to see how far, where I started, how far I come and where I'm going. That's just how I think of my familial lineage that's mm-hmm. what I think about the patriarchs in my family and it's just so happens that it just dawned on me as we're speaking of it that the torch has been passed to me right mm-hmm. so there isn't one person in the in, in this human physical realm that said it's your turn but my mother and the women that came before me I have absolutely told me that it is here's the time it's your turn and what you do with it is what's going is going to determine how your children live and how you'll live in another dimension so it's just such a beautiful spiritual space to be in because i feel like i am always in conversation with self because i spent so long having conversation with and for others who could not speak. Mm-hmm. But a lot of those people didn't realize that I couldn't even really speak for myself. I, I didn't really have, not necessarily a platform, the confidence, the fortitude to speak my piece. Mm-hmm. So I speak with my uh, my therapist uh, every two weeks and she she she's amazing. Something that she said to me some time ago, I would say last year, right when we first started, about almost crazy, almost two years ago, um, is that if you never speak your peace, P-E-A-C-E, you're always at war, W-A-R, with yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I got tired of warring with self. So I must say and do, right? So it's show and tell. Like, mm-hmm. we must show and tell what we need. what And what that is. I need a nap.
0: <laughs> I need,
1: Hello. Like, 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 I need 20 minutes to myself, children. Mm-hmm. So I can resurface and recenter because, especially as black women, we so identify subconsciously that we must do for others. Mm-hmm. Rescue others before we are fully capable to put that little, that little mask on ourselves, the oxygen mask. Yeah. And there are times where I still am caught up in that because that's innate, right? It's course, innate. Yeah. I'm, but I'm on a mission to not fix. I don't want to fix my generational wounds. I am healing them. Mm-hmm. and healing is not a one and done thing it is a forever process that you have to be fully committed to right. and I'm fully really committed to like you said earlier I don't play about my garden I don't play about my garden about my pollinators about my tomatoes about my cucumbers and I don't play about me <laughs> no, I don't play about me <laughs> at all and that is such a beautiful revelation That yeah, I'm serious about Shekela
0: Oh. The time. I know that's right. So, you are serving the garden of your life. Mm. What do you see? What's thriving there? What needs some extra care and attention? How do you feel when you look at the garden of your life? Like, how would you describe it? Wow, I would. (sighs) Oh, emotional.
1: Yeah, I would say the garden of my life is overflowing with life so i see the dragonflies butterflies zinnias tulips i see calendula i see sunflowers i see tomatoes and cucumbers it's teeming with life right so though it's teeming with life in a real life garden you have to learn how to get on your hands and knees or on your knees and go lower beneath the surface to see what's hiding -hmm. Is there a seedling that's not getting enough light? Are the plants too overcrowded? Is there a lack of oxygen? So I would say, as my life is teeming with abundance, life, success, that at the core of it all, the thing that we do not see that's buried are the roots. What's keeping us grounded? What's keeping us nourished? What's keeping us well fed? What's keeping us fertilized? It's the roots. So in this season, I've planted so many seeds that I see that I see the fruits of my labor and I'm in my harvest season. So with harvest season, it's so important. The most forgotten thing are the roots. And so God ancestors, my mother are really pushing me towards my foundation and what that looks like. What's my story because I've allowed others to author my story, to tend to my garden, to decide whether I get water or not. And now that I'm the master gardener, I know when it's time to do all those things. I know which roots need to be dug up to be preserved and to be used for medicinal reasons. And I know the roots that can die out because they'll come back. They'll regenerate again. So really tending to my roots knowing my foundation and how to how the baby be saying i stand on my business they do be <laughs> saying that. well i stand on my roots and i stand on my foundation and i am grounded for the very first time in my life mm-hmm. and that's pivotal but when hard times happen when a storm washes out the life that i see in in front of me that i know it'll come back again by mm-hmm. pure faith and preparation that it's gonna come back. And that's a long cry from where I started because I didn't necessarily have that um, perspective. That hardship came with struggle and came with forever struggling. Mm-hmm. But I know struggle is not a destination. It is a temporary bump in the road that leads you to where you're supposed to be. Yeah, And I that fully and wholeheartedly. So that's my
0: garden and it's beautiful. Well, dang. Thank you all for joining us today. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> what the heck? I love it.
1: That's a beautiful question. A beautiful question.
0: I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm always shook because I had the
1: great pleasure of reading some of these questions and reading them. You know how you, you see a question, you want to have an
0: answer for mm-hmm. it. I did not. Have yes, answer. I know. <laughs>
1: this very moment and that is powerful i'm so glad that i was like dang i don't know what it looked like until i'm like i know exactly what it looks like the mind is so powerful that we as human beings we create scenarios storylines and possible scenarios of things that we are so fearful of that Mm -hmm. it makes us fearful to move forward but when we're actually standing on those roots standing on that foundation and we say what needs to be said we're like Well, that was easier than what I had concocted in my mind. Right. Okay. That's how powerful the mind is. We can use it for good or we can use it for not so good. Um, but if we use it, like really use it for our benefit, Mm -hmm. my goodness, the growth, the growth, the strength and confidence that come from that. And that persistence, knowing that we all have some kind of grit we had to go through, right? So, And I tell my children that all the time that mistakes don't happen, baby. Mistakes don't happen. But what separates you from the pack is how you rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. And I have risen to every occasion. Mm-hmm. May, it, it may have looked not so good, but I can say it in this season, it's been looking real good because I've had to make hard decisions. and But I stick true to me always.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's wisdom too. Like I was looking up the difference between like knowledge understanding and wisdom mm. so knowledge is like factual like you don't really have to believe in something to have knowledge of something you can learn one plus one is two and take that fact and move on with your life mm. then there's like understanding that's when your knowledge becomes like you get it through experience like mm-hmm. you can experience and see like one plus one equals two you now are like, Oh, now I understand. Now it's moved from being like a fact to something that you can, I don't know. It's like more tangible for you. Maybe. Yeah. It's ingrained. Ingrained right through experience, Mm -hmm. through practice, um, through applying and then wisdom. Wisdom is like when you allow that understanding that knowledge to move to understanding to become a principle in the way you live your life and so then you move through your life with the belief that one plus one is two i understand that i've experienced that and so now in each situation i'm leaning on that wisdom that i have because of the experiences that i've had because now i believe that one plus one is two or whatever the case i feel like everything that you've learned Mm-hmm. You're now walking it out. And so I was, I, I, that's what I hear when I hear you speak. A lot of wisdom. You can yeah. tell that some of it is passed on. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, that wisdom can't become your wisdom without experience. You're so right.
1: I'm sh- I'm shook because I remember when I shared on my Instagram story that Shakayla is a stem from Shaka. Mm-hmm. Shaka Khan. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know
0: that. (laughs) That's such a um, fun fact.
1: I love that about me. And another fun fact would be that my second eldest brother, his nickname for me is Wisdom. That from the early age of like eight, he's always said that you had an old soul. Like you've been here before. Like you have this innate, innate knowing and being. And now it's a, a powerful resonance because I am so assured of who I am and mm-hmm. so comfortable with who I am, no matter if it looks good, bad, weird or embarrassing, because that's a part of being a human, right? So I would say that is so, it's a, 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 an honor for me because I feel like I've lived several different lives, not even seasons, several different <laughs> lives like it's seven versions of me and I've had to in my past lives I've had to be those people I've had to be that chameleon because purely I was trying to survive Mm -hmm. I was in a part of my life where I was trying to survive to make it to the next day maybe sometimes the next hour Mm -hmm. and I don't necessarily identify with that anymore now I can be the purest version of me which was the beginning. The beginning, the alpha, who was the little girl that said, mommy, I want to be somewhere where I don't work in an office, that I want my world to be my office. And for so long, I thought that was, I'm supposed to be an entrepreneur, but I think it's bigger than that. I know that it's bigger than that. And something that I've been landing on is cultural cultural curator. And what that is, I still don't know. I'm still defining it. But it's like people know when they see me, they're like, who's that? What do you do? Wait, wait. And, what a crazy response is, baby, I'm not here existing. Like When I stopped my business, the power plate, I was going in a panic. I was thinking, what will become of me then? And God was like, you want to see? And so maybe he showed me. And I would go out and I would, you know, go do, do certain things like art shows or I would just be out exploring. And the one question that would be always posed to me, people that I didn't even realize knew what I did. Well, what are you doing these days? Existing? Living? Doing something that I've never done before? Mm-hmm. Purely being me. How powerful is that? To stand on that? With nothing and to no- prove. Right. That's my complete thought. That's what it is.
0: That's who I am. And that's, that's all it should be. And that's on that. I have, I'm going to send you this voice note. I don't know how long ago I made it at least a month or two, probably like Mm. the end of last year where I was like, I don't always know. I think I posted like a little, uh, tweet or thread or whatever of it, where I was like, the form is undefined, but the feeling is very clear. Like, I don't always know what it is exactly or what it looks like, but, like, I know what it feels like, and so when it comes to, like, identity and being authentic and the expression may be different, Mm -hmm. but it's always going to be, like, it's always going to hit the marks of, like, who I am, and so I've been trying to get out of what that looks like, how I describe Mm it, but... You ever have an essence of somebody that you can't really describe or like a flavor, a flavor. I can't really describe what that's like, but I bet mm-hmm. you know when your dish is missing it. And I was
1: just about to say that. Whether I it bet is- you know when it's not there. You know when that umami is
0: missing? I was about to say umami because you yeah, can't describe that. It's a it's a depth yeah. of flavor. So an in essence, a depth that I don't even really have the words to describe what that tastes like. You just have to experience it. And I promise you, everything you were saying, I said in that voice note that I was like, that's wow. what it is about me. I used to feel like I didn't have a specific way of describing myself, but it mm. is specific. It's just not specific in form. Probably because there's no form for me to reach out to and copy, right? Oh, I don't fit God. in a mold. So, right. authenticity is me just expressing my nature and whatever it shows up as is how it shows up. And that's right. just what you're going to get. And who
1: get it and then there are people who
0: don't get the it. The girls that get it, get it, and the girls that and don't. Awesome. <laughs> and
1: that in itself, you get me, you feel me, then that's it. So, yeah. i have explain
0: my... And that's also how you know that's just how you know that it, that's real,
1: maybe on the on the realness because we are in a in a space of time where there is a great
0: confusion hello deception it, confusion
1: right we are skin we as a not me
0: nasty work
1: as a society we are just skin walkers we don't know what's inside that skin we don't know what the the internal process feels like i don't want to say what it should look like because that's different Mm -hmm. it's a variant for everybody else but i refuse to be purely skin I want to be the essence, the flavor, the soul, the being, the illumination. That's why jazz music is so, I, I resonate with jazz music so much. And what took me so long is crazy. But my favorite two songs, of course, three, I give you three. Well, I, I got one. no one. Top three. Okay. It's La Vie en Rose. Okay. The Armstrong version. Naima, heavy.
0: John Coltrane. hmm
1: and Soul eyes by John Coltrane. Okay, I don't know time.
0: that.
1: John was look. I could be here all day long, but when I listen to those three songs, I feel very feminine. I'm deep in my divine femininity when I listen to La Vie en Rose, and to have had the pleasure of grow roses, it can be very easy or it can be very complicated. Um, and I know that's me. I can be complicated. I can be straightforward. I can be kind of mysterious. And then when I listen to Soul Eyes, I am so deep in my heart space. I am so deep in my thoughts. And when I listen to, to Naima, that name, it really is, I'm listening to mm-hmm. I'm listening to, I'm actively listening to myself. And I told my therapist recently that I am my best friend i the way i show up for me as a friend to myself is it it inspires the way i interact with my friends Mm -hmm. because i wouldn't treat my friends you know how i wouldn't treat myself Mm -hmm. because I, i show up for myself with um divine resonance that i love the thoughts that i have and i love the way i show up and i love the way i dress and i love the way i talk and i love the way i think if. If we became active listeners, we would listen to others and see that that is not the case mm-hmm. for a group of people. That they, when they show up for themselves, when they speak of themselves, it's instantly an insult. Instantly an insult. Mm-hmm. But I, what a disservice you do to yourself. Or a performance. Yeah. One thing I'm not going to do, baby, I am not going to shut the job for you. I ain't going to do I'm that. I'm
0: learning. Anymore. I'm learning. It's getting impossible to perform. Yeah. It's exhausting. Mm-hmm. That's what she, said, uh, she would say, uh, you gotta stop
1: thinking the funk. Long story short is, you gotta show up how you show up. And you'll find who's for you and simply who's not. Mm-hmm.
0: And that should be enough. Just that. Child. Maybe this right here. People, oh. got, people got a lot to learn. Let me stop. Well, we all got a lot to learn. But it it's kind of scary to exist in this time to raise kids in this time too because authenticity is just hard to come by right it is so it's rare Mm -hmm. it is
1: rare like some of the seed heirloom seeds that i grow in my garden that have stood the test of time heirloom seeds stand the test of time they are not modified all of their imperfections come out and the best example would be a mushroom basket tomato Though or heirloom tomatoes that you are now starting to see in the grocery store that you traditionally would either grow them yourselves or you can buy them at a farmer's market. They're going to grow bumpy. They're going to grow uneven. And they may even grow being discolored. But they are simply delicious.
0: I know that I am simply delicious. and She's an heirloom seed. (gasps) Okay. I love that. I didn't know that. I I didn't know that's what that meant. Yes. No GMO for me, please. I don't want to be justified. I want to be this. Okay, let's go there. Let's go mm-hmm. there. Go there. So, if you're an heirloom seed, mm-hmm. you maintain your... Do seeds have, like, genetics? Would that be the right way you it, say that?
1: It, it's their characteristics, absolutely. So,
0: you maintain all of your original qualities, characteristics, so... The person that's cultivating the seed, which becomes the plant, which produces more seeds, yes, would have to like heavily tend to those plants to make sure that the next generation, quote unquote, of seeds meets this original seeds requirements. Mm-hmm. I hope I'm saying that right. Yeah, you know I'm
1: saying? absolutely. And with that, as you're going on that way to make sure that that heirloom seed is not closely planted to something ben. that produce the similar characteristics and when I say that as humans it's so important that we have people in our cipher that are divinely aligned with where we're going where we're, we're heading that there are positive reinforcement so those century-long characteristics and genetics continue to come out the same way every single time no matter the mistakes no matter what type of organic pest control you have to use. No matter if you're going to take a little, like one of those little cute baggies that sometimes our wings jewelry come in when we buy it from mm-hmm. somewhere. If you have to place that over the fruit to protect it. Because we are the fruit. As I am grounded and rooted with who I am, I am always going to be the fruit. So I must be energetically, organically sustain- sustained every single time. I have to be every single time. And if someone is not conducive to that and they're cross pollinating with me with some things that are not right, the fruit is not going to come out right.
0: Dang on it. So they (laughs) love. Baby, the same way it goes for the garden. It has to be in real life because it is real life. So are you talking about like companion planting? (laughs) That's what you mean. (laughs) So there are certain things that would grow around certain heirloom seeds or heirloom plants. Mm -hmm. that they have to continue to be surrounded by, I'd imagine, to produce the same type of fruit, same type of seed. Yes? To add to
1: that, companion plants, like for a great classic example, tomatoes and basil, Mm -hmm. not only helps to to tear pests from the tomatoes, but it increases its flavor. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Right? So if we have somebody in our life that is not the same type of seed, the same heirloom, but they add flavor and essence to our life, they most certainly deserve to be there. Because I have friends, we are not the same, mm-hmm. but those differences really back to that chain link. You in are the hands. link, of the bond, yeah, right? We create strength, right? by right in the middle. Because the moment that those that bond that chain link separates, the moment you take a tomato and decide to cook it, right? So, we're talking about physical and chemical reactions, right? So, I feel like we're back in uh, grade school. Again. Right.
0: Take, me, I, take I, me slow. Take me slow. Right. It's been a okay, long so, time. <laughs> right. Once you cook something, you're
1: giving that chemical reaction. It's not going to be the same. We mm-hmm. can't take that cooked tomato, and it's going to be a ripe tomato again. Mm-hmm. That means you have to be very... I pick my friends like I gotta pick my fruit. Okay, Erica. So, be very cautious with the way you share your fruit and the what's done with it. Because the knowledge of mind and self is so these, these are things that sometimes are not tangible, become but, but become tangible. tangible. Yeah. And through art, through experiential things, right? So I'm very I call it I'm energetically bougie. I very much so am. Um and I deserve to be because I've worked very hard to be where I am right now. And I know that I'm special. And I know what I what I give is transformational, and I only want to be around people that are conducive to that. I'm not asking you. I don't want you to be identical to me. Mm-hmm. I want you to be Who you are authentically, right? I want you to be you authentically because then that encourages a, a, a space and environment of genuine authenticity. Mm-hmm. That you don't have to perform for me, and I don't got to perform for you. You better take off that red that red wig and that red note. <laughs> not Bozo. Yeah. Bozo the clown. I mean, you know what I mean? And that's the power about friendships and, and finding self. I do not believe we need to be locked away. Um yes, I do believe we need to sit with self because that's hard. Mm-hmm. And I've done it. that's hard. But I also believe in the power of human interaction and friendship.
0: My how powerful that is. Which makes me think about Every plant is a plant unto itself. Every plant started out as a seed unto itself. So yes, independence, but interdependence because we're all planted in a garden alongside each other, mm. and we'll likely get we we'll likely get the same the sun, the water, the nourishment. But like every plant doesn't get the same thing. So independence, but also interdependence. Yes,
1: absolutely, absolutely. A balance of both. That's po- that is. That's beauty. And that takes knowledge and understanding, right? And wisdom. Mm -hmm. And wisdom, right? Mm -hmm. So those are also three pillars that are interconnected, right? And it feels good to be in that state of being wise or having wisdom is to know that sometimes it is a repetitive action. That you have to continue to face certain things to be like, okay, I still haven't gotten it. Or your hard part is telling you, you're still not there yet, but I know you will get there. Not You ain't going to get there ever. Right. right. That's That does nothing for you. But just knowing that you have to have an experience sometimes over and over and over and over again, but in different forms, mediums, and spaces. right? Exactly. But that seed that you're trying to plant and it's still not blossoming, you're like, what did I what do I did? wrong with mm-hmm. As a gardener, knowing that in this season it's so important for me to take copious notes, what did I do? What was the process? Did I add worm castings when I started those? That peas? Okay, did I put that on a heat mat? Did I start using light? And when? When did I plant in those seeds? So, taking copious notes the way we have to do the same way in life. Mm hmm. So- Oops, like we, we're continuing to channel and I know that I am an open notebook always So I'm always channeling something I'm always aligning with something and sometimes I'm aligning with something that's not for so me mm. and even it's almost say great big age because I'll be 33 in June and I still very much so a baby right I have so much uh, life and when I'm 50 and when I'm 60 and 70 baby I'm still gonna be young <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, I'm still gonna be young, and what's so attractive in this season in my life is that I'm looking forward to aging slowly in the sense of every opportunity is an opportunity to learn that's gonna happen regardless, but I want to appreciate every lesson, whether it be good or so that I'm uncomfortable with. I appreciate every lesson because it's gonna continue to add to my stripes, baby, okay, I wanna be nobody's hero. I don't want to be anybody's goals or idol. I simply want to be those things for myself. Yeah. I simply want to be those things to myself because I know what this body has gone through. I know what these eyes have seen. I know what this mind, the turmoil my mind has experienced, right? But I'm such in this season that I always think of, of my being as a tulip. I am a bulb that I'm going to create that one stem.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And my only thing is I have to continue to perfect how I store my sugars, how I store my moisture, how I store my energy every year. So when spring comes, I'm able to shoot out that dirt. No matter what's going on around the dirt, no matter what's going around the bulb, that tulip, surefire going to come out stronger and stronger every year. So that's how I see myself. And it's so important that we identify something that we're truly passionate about that we can stick to in times of need, in times of where we're just uncertain because I, I've been uncertain. That don't stop. That don't stop. So you know, all people that call us aunties that's my lesson for you. The hardships don't stop but how you rise to the occasion will continue to be perfected ever so slightly. I'm not asking you to be perfect. That don't exist either. But you're going to perfect the way you code to certain situations. So whether that is, you know what, standing up a little bit taller when you're saying no. Mm -hmm. Knowing that no has a period on the end. It's a complete sentence. Knowing that doing something for you that feels good, it feels positive, is so much, it's worth it rather than saying yes to something that you don't want to do in the first place. Honoring your time, honoring your boundaries, I would say, in this season, how I've tended to my garden, how I've tended to life, is the ultimate goal of mine. My boundaries and my peace and going through things gracefully. And I'm, I'm accomplishing in that. And that in itself is what's powerful. And it inspires the way I show up as a mother, wife, and as Shakayla. Whoever that may be. You know what I mean? Whoever yeah. that and that's the beautiful part. That's the beautiful lesson of it all. So in these thirty-two years, that's that's the lesson.
0: I got nothing.
1: <laughs> this was this, like I not because it's us, right? Um, but oftentimes, like these are thoughts, jeez, Louise, <laughs> that don't come in writing, that don't come out in poetry, that don't come out. In art, simply when we're having a conversation mm-hmm. and we're able to reflect in real time, out mm-hmm. loud, because sometimes the pen pauses when the mind pauses, that's a fact.
0: but when the tongue keeps going when it go you're like, "Oh, that's I have been um <laughs> I talk to myself a lot, okay don't don't try to don't try to commit me. I talk to myself a lot. I have not been uh-huh. able to journal quite as much as I mm-hmm. used to. But just like you said, the mind pauses, the pen pauses, the mind pauses. But, like, that voice, that something about speaking is just a lot more um, fluent for me. Like, it's it's easier yeah. for me. It flows better for me from my mind to my mouth. And so that's how I've been journaling. Like, voice memos, <coughs> prayer. Right. Like, it's it's so much more authentic. I don't have time to edit it from my right. hand to my pen to paper. It just comes out when I'm speaking absolutely so that you make a great point there too
1: i'm excited and to I'm
0: be excited. able to do it in community like you said is is powerful absolutely. to be able to reflect in real time you said earlier that you wanted to have an answer to the question and you didn't but as soon as you opened your mouth and started speaking it just flowed and you could well, not have given a better answer mm-hmm. to the question this is what it's about
1: <laughs> that, that's the special part right that's that special essence we continue to to talk about that the question is what are you doing mm-hmm. right what are you doing
0: this is what we've been doing this is what i've been doing. in case you wanted to know I'm growing through what i've going been going through going
1: through amen Growth. and maybe this is me so people see me they're like you look different i'm glowing i'm i'm glowing i'm living and i'm basking in Shaquela. Oh my goodness! And knowing that we have that Jenna quoi, okay, mm-hmm. that's not for anybody. But the people who know, oh, they know heavy. Like it's not a little bit of knowing. Because if
0: you're saying I think I know, then you have no idea. Exactly. You only have caught the Ooh. the tail ends. Yeah.
1: You caught the tail end, but if you understand why the zinnia, you got, is got doing a whiff of
0: it. A- <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna round this out with the reflective prompt for this episode. Yeah. So, this one is like a prayer.
1: And so, you'll just
0: feel... <laughs> Y'all about to hear my dog, because, listen, it is, is what it is. He <laughs> just don't want to let people do their do they job. They're not trying to come in here. Okay, this and is I... going to be like a prayer. Mm-hmm. So, I'll say the beginning, and you just fill in the blank space. Okay. So, Dear God, illuminate the path to Righteousness. Grant me the courage to confront.
1: Discomfort.
0: Bless me with clarity as I explore.
1: Life. Unadulterated.
0: Ooh. The dog is answering too. I mean, he got something to say. <laughs> Strengthen my connection to. God. Empower me to cultivate blank in my life. Joy beautiful Mm. amen wow amen i need to hear that back like dang i have to send it to you (laughs) do the it's so overused but the gems that you dropped
1: Mm. i'm with you and i believe you sorry it's just overjoyed as i it. but seeing you like walk in your light the way you illuminate your path honestly like it what's 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 greatly inspiring is the amount of intention that you put behind your work (laughs) oh seriously you are so inspiring and and my continued prayer for you for years is that you continue to align with what's for you and as you feel the need and as you are moved to to share that with the collective because honey you you just you're you doing it. You really are inspiring us to live. And i thankful for that.
0: Truly. Thank you for always seeing me and making space for me to show up. And showing me how it feels. The, the friends that I have now are the ones that don't cause me to feel like I have to perform. Absolutely not. You see me. You hold space for me. You affirm me to just show up how I am. And y'all just going to have to get Freddie in the background. Because we, we, right okay. we want you to be... This is what it is.
1: <laughs> and that's the beautiful part of a girlfriend. Is that we want you to be you mm-hmm. and provide you with, with ample space to do so. Mm-hmm. Because you provide that to us. Like, I'd really be shook. I'd be like, I can really just show up. Like the ass on that. And that's the beautiful part. And I'm so thankful that I get to be a part of you as as a friend. So I can't wait to meet you in real life. Like I
0: oh, know. Likewise, <laughs> we about to be <laughs> Crying all weekend. I'm excited, and I'm grateful for the fruit that came from this conversation and the seeds that were planted here, nourished here, and what it'll grow into. Because this was an amazing conversation that I feel like Um, we need to have a follow up of this, just so I need to ask about the tulip bulbs, the companion. Like that was. Listen,
1: let's get that was good to me. Apart, that would be like you already know the answer is yes. I like that
0: yes y'all listen to this re-listen to this i will be re-listening to this and probably using a lot of what she said to journal because it was amazing so shakayla thank you absolutely thank
1: you so much. it is my and i hope this um blesses all of your listeners
0: it will i'm sure it will thank you girl love you. Lovely. bye